Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Today we're talking vaping. It comes up a bit in the news when we talk about health and regulation. So in this episode, we'll take you through what it actually is, the health concerns around it, and how it's regulated both here in Australia and abroad. Squeeze Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Better straighten out some definitions before we get stuck in, Claire. E-cigarettes, vapes, vape pens, jewel, etc. all refer to products and then the act of smoking them is called vaping. So you vape an e-cigarette. You got it. And to narrow it down to e-cigarettes, that's a battery-powered device used to inhale an aerosol that typically, but not always, contains nicotine. It also has other flavours and chemicals, but they don't contain tobacco. They're often talked about as a healthier alternative or a way to help people quit smoking. That's how they're marketed, yes, and certainly some studies show that e-cigarettes were nearly twice as effective as conventional nicotine replacement products like patches and gum for quitting smoking. But those traditional replacement therapies have about a 10% success rate, so it's off a low base. Many countries have said there's not enough evidence that it helps smokers quit. And in Australia, in fact, it's quite difficult to get your hands on e-cigarette products. But vapors can still order e-cigarettes and the liquid nicotine products from overseas-based online stores and have them sent here if they meet a pretty broad criteria. That's something that the government's looking to ban. More on that regulation in a minute. One issue the government's concerned about are the fruity flavours they come with. Critics say they're kind of like Alco Pops, they attract a younger crowd. To back that up, the latest National Drug Strategy Household Survey found that while young Aussies are less likely to take illicit drugs, smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol than before, more are vaping. Yeah, but it's still pretty small numbers. 14 to 17-year-olds who have used an e-cigarette at least once in the past year is at about 1.8%. Across the total population, 1.1% vape daily compared to 0.5% in 2016. So it is increasing. But Mm. for comparison, about 11% of Australians smoke tobacco cigarettes every day. So as you say, it's not many, but it is on the rise. That's caused concern amongst health officials. Let's have a look now at the health implications of vaping. To start, Claire, e-cigarettes provide the nicotine smokers crave without the toxic tar and carcinogens that come from inhaling burning tobacco. That's one way advocates present the argument that it's healthier than cigarettes, but nicotine still isn't great for you. Yeah, it's highly addictive and some research suggests that it might be as addictive as heroin and cocaine and being addicted to any toxic chemical isn't great. But in nicotine's case, it can raise your blood pressure and spike your adrenaline, which increases your heart rate and likelihood of having a heart attack. And of course, there's still other chemicals involved in vaping, but it's the way it's pitched as safe smoking that has many people worried, particularly that young people who wouldn't normally try cigarettes will give vaping a go. Yeah, and there's also concerns that it can normalise or act as a gateway to regular smoking. Also, we still don't know a whole lot about the effects of vaping. It's a relatively new product that came to a head last year when US health officials linked a number of deaths and more than a thousand cases of a mysterious lung illness to vaping. 
called Avali, which is short for e-cigarette or vaping product use associated lung injury. Mm. Cases are still happening, reports across the US and the UK say. The illness was largely attributed to people vaping liquids that contain THC, which is the high inducing part of marijuana. The US regulator said vitamin E acetate, which is a thickening agent sometimes added to those illicit THC vaping liquids, was believed to have caused most of the illnesses. And there are concerns about other possible illnesses. As I mentioned, there's not enough long-term data to make definitive judgments though. But there was a study published at the end of 2019 in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine. It's one of the first longitudinal analyses of association between vaping and lung disease. Vapors had a 30% higher odds of developing lung disease than those who aren't vaping. Tobacco smokers had 150% higher odds than those not smoking. And then the jury's still out about the effects vaping might have on cardiovascular disease, respiratory disease, but there are early studies that point to vapors being at high risk. Still, their products are available worldwide and that has regulators chatting. On to that now. Let's start locally, Claire. You can buy an e-cigarette device here, but you can't use, sell or buy the nicotine for use in e-cigarettes in Australia. That's right. But under current law, you might be able to import a three-month supply of that nicotine liquid for use in e-cigarettes for several reasons, including that it's for a therapeutic reason, such as helping you to quit smoking. There was a plan to ban the importation of those e-cigarette products from July 1 this year. It would still allow those with a doctor's prescription to import the product, but a breach of the ban could see a fine of up to $222,000. Yeah, that was delayed, though, when there was pushback from some coalition backbenchers and some health lobbyists. They're of the view that vaping is an effective tool to help people stop smoking, and they say that banning e-cigarettes will encourage a black market, so they're really calling for it to be regulated. They also didn't like it being sprung on them at such short notice. They wanted a consultation process before any ban is put in place. In regards to the other point, though, they really leaned heavily on research out of the UK to support their position. What's the situation over there? At the moment, it's legal, but the amount of nicotine allowed is regulated. Many doctors say that it helps people stop smoking tobacco and that it'll save lives there. This regulation is in contrast to the US, which prior to those supposed vaping-related deaths we spoke about earlier was largely unregulated. Yeah, but after that, there were some big changes. First of all, vaping companies came under pressure from the public, particularly Juul Labs, which is America's biggest e-cigarette company. It's owned by Altria Group. It's the mob that makes Marlboro cigarettes. They're a big company and it was criticised for targeting the youth market with its flavoured pods that are heavy on nicotine. At the time, Jules' brand of e-cigarettes commanded about 70% of the market. And this one might ring a bell for keen squeezers. In September last year, pressure on the company built to a point where its boss, Kevin Burns, was forced to step down. Big news. Yeah, and then in October, the company announced that it would stop selling flavoured liquid nicotine pods, which are popular with young people. And in January, the US Food and Drug Administration announced that it was ordering companies to pull flavoured nicotine products from shelves entirely, but it's not necessarily a permanent ban. So the debate continues. And that's your shortcut to vaping. On to our recommendations. 
each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening, watching. Mine's a listening one today. I have a podcast by the BBC called The Inquiry. They get four experts in and have them each put their point of view across on a certain topic and they've got one on vaping. Very good. Mine is a comedy article really from The New Yorker about what it's like to start vaping. It's quite humorous. Mine's heavy, yours is light. I like that. (laughs) A bit of balance. Thank you for listening into this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. Plenty more episodes where this one came from. If you have a request, send it through to hello at thesqueeze.com.au. Always good to hear what you'd like a shortcut on. We'll chat to you next week.